0: Coming up on this week's episode of RSVP.
1: It was like something out of Home Alone where he connects his tree house.
0: The girl was obviously feeling quite frisky.
1: There were water buckets hanging from the ceiling.
2: It's time for a little RSVP, the show for the rats. Stories, visions and pains and so much more With special guests and fun galore Hotels, destinations, nightmares and dreams Confessions and everything in between So sit back, relax for a while No whiskey, get comfy Cause it's time for RSVP
0: Hello and welcome to another episode of RSVP. I'm Callum DiLieto and this is the podcast for events and travel professionals looking for a bit of inspiration and a lot of fun. Talking of fun, this week for the first time in what feels like a lifetime, I got to experience a pub and honestly, it just felt so good. It just, oh, just being out. In the real world, socialising, obviously at a distance, it just it's just so different, isn't it? It is such a unique experience that cannot be replicated digitally. I have done many a Zoom party over the last couple of months. And don't get me wrong, they have their value, but there is something special about face-to-face experiences. And that is why the events industry... And travel will always be needed, not just desired, needed for people's mental health, for people's enjoyment, for just memories, for living. You can't live without great experiences and the opportunity to explore this wonderful planet. So I am so thankful that it seems like hope is on the horizon I do want to encourage people to still remain responsible, but oh my, oh my, we're going to have some fun very, very soon and we'll be back to partying like the good old days. In fact, it was a party that I met this week's guest, Danny Gunn, an account manager at C2 Events, and what I would give for another experience like that party that we threw at the Savoy in London for last year's A-list. For now, though... Until things really do return to absolute normality, here's episode 7 of RSVP. Hello Danny, it's an absolute pleasure to have you and thank you for joining us on the podcast.
1: Hello, thanks for having me, I'm excited.
0: Um, We met a year, two years ago now I think at one of our A-list parties because you were you were supporting your friend who was an A-lister.
1: Yes, yeah, my friend Sophie, says so she was an A-lister last year. So yes, yeah, she asked me to go down with her. So that's where I met you. But
0: now you're an A-lister.
1: Yeah, woo!
0: <laughs> Congratulations, you're on the 2020 list. Party pending still. Obviously, we had to postpone, but uh, there will be an A list party for you. We'll just have to wait for all of this chaos to fix itself.
1: Yeah, definitely a strange year to uh, to have been an A lister, but um, one we won't forget for sure.
0: And one to celebrate nonetheless. The first part of RSVP is your opportunity to rant, get something off your chest, you know, get on your soapbox. What is your rant?
1: So I had a think because, to be honest, I've got so many different topics as an event planner, as I think most event planners could probably agree with, that, um, that I could talk about. But one that I'm quite passionate about is um, hotel menus. For us, as an event planner, that everyone remembers the food. That's the like most important thing at a at a meeting or event. Everyone goes home and says the food was great or the food was rubbish. So when you're trying to plan it, obviously having a flexible... Um, hotel venue is like key but most of them are not (laughs) are not flexible even though they say it at pitch stage they're you know completely flexible do anything you want be as healthy or as unhealthy as you want no when it's contracted everything changes and no longer are they flexible so it really really frustrates me
0: what are you trying to kind of put on the menu that they won't accept
1: I think it's just that they're so structured with the menu. So it's like, you know, a buffet, you get one starter, two choices of main, two choices of dessert, done. But then you might have a company that's really about healthy living. So really want to have really healthy things. And they're like, oh, well, we've just got this really unhealthy chocolate mousse for dessert. And you're like, well, can you add some fruit? And then they're like, well, it'll be an extra five euros per person or something. And then you're like, that's, that's not the idea. This company's really healthy. They need healthy food. Why is it going to cost me five euros extra per person to add some fruit to the menu?
0: And fruit is not exactly something... Like, I thought you might say, oh, you know, when people want something really kind of artistic or, or out there or creative, fruit is pretty simple. It literally grows on trees.
1: Yeah, it's not even as complex as that. It's literally give me more vegetarian options. Like, I've been a vegetarian now for the last two years i think and i mean i'm a bit on and off so i'm not completely 100 percent dedicated to the cause but they give you a bowl of like vegetables in tomato sauce and then they're like yep yeah, this is the vegetarian option no sorry that is not a meal <laughs> how can you give vegetables in a tomato sauce to someone and say yep yeah, here's your here's your meal get you through that conference those two long days and then the next day it'll be the same thing again just in a different sauce ridiculous
0: The next part, the S in RSVP is an opportunity for you to tell some stories and to share your most memorable experiences. The first is your experience of a destination.
1: I've been to so many destinations, actually, it's really hard to A, remember what happened to each of them and B, pick one that I like the most or, you know, had the best memories or the most best experience, I guess. But, um... For this one, what I think I wanted to talk about was just um, when I did an incentive to Montenegro. So I don't know if you've ever been there before.
0: I had. Do you know what? I was there last year, very briefly. I was. I was in Croatia and I just did like a, a couple of days in, in Montenegro. And it, was, it was incredible.
1: Yeah, it's like the most amazing place I think I've ever been. Like you're one minute in the mountains, the next minute you're by the sea, and it's just incredible so yeah I did an incentive but the whole thing started because we had to go and pitch to the client like three different incentive options um and I chose Montenegro and linked it into like that James Bond Casino Royale even though I actually don't think any of it was filmed in Montenegro (laughs) that's what I sold it to them as so not sure that was 100% the best way to go but won the presentation so obviously it was a good idea But it started as one of those trips where you think it's just going to be a disaster. Like, everything's just starting to go wrong. But then it ended up being, like, the most amazing amazing trip ever um so when we got to the airport our client just didn't show up so then I had to take this group of 15 people from this company on the plane like myself no client because he just didn't turn up rang me when we got to Montenegro and was like oh yeah sorry I actually had another arrangement I needed to to deal with so I was like great this is also a great start we also sat on the plane for three hours before it took off because there was a missing part or some part needed replacing or something the left phalange yeah exactly exactly it was like a typical friend moment and you just um I just was like god this is going to be the worst trip ever but then we got there and just had the most amazing time and one of my like stand standout memories is we did um we were driving up like it's like hairpin bends you know where they do them car races and things we were driving up there and then our dmc actually was like pulled over to a lay by so we could take pictures and there was a ziplining company there when i say zipline it was like something out of home alone where he connects his tree house to the to the house and then just gets a bit of material and swings off down he goes down this zipline that is exactly what it was like you had one of these helmets on that you'd get from like the dodgiest horse riding school ever. It doesn't fit on your head, pop that on sling over this little contraption that was not secure. And off you went across this cliff. And it was literally, I can't even explain how high up you were, but it was like the most incredible experience.
0: Oh yeah. Here's a bit of string. Here's a, is a belt, you know, wrap it round and uh, and off you go. I, I, do you know what? It's funny. You said about the James Bond thing, because I stayed at the Regent Porto Montenegro and James Bond is the first thing that I would say we got in a speedboat uh, round uh, into by the old historic town of Couture which is like the walled city and while I was on that speedboat honestly the only memory I can say is that I felt like James Bond I was there just the, the wind flowing through my hair you know the sort of bouncing on the waves and I, I genuinely felt like Daniel Craig in a Casino Royale The next memory I'd like you to share is a hotel experience that you've had.
1: I've got two. One's a good one and one's a bad one. So, one of the most incredible hotels I ever stayed at was the Borgo Ignazia in Italy, in Bari, down in the south. It was just one of those hotels that it's like, once in a lifetime opportunity to really go and stay at and we held this huge um cosmetics conference there it was just the most incredible experience all white like all the nice olive trees and like rustic but just absolutely beautiful but the staff and for me always the staff and the service is the thing that makes a hotel whether it's five star or two star um one day i had to go and get something ridiculous like tape or something from uh supermarket because we needed buckets of the stuff and um, the concierge actually drove me into into the local town into the supermarket took me around the supermarket so that I could actually find the things I needed and then bring it all back to the hotel in his little car which was just some absolutely run down probably like a little Ford thing or something I can't even remember now but it was absolutely brilliant and um, yeah the staff were just incredible but they also had this big courtyard um on a night so one of the most memorable things for me was this big evening and they get all the local people from the town of Bari and they come in and they do their like weaving and making different food dishes and all this stuff that they build as part of their livelihood and they kind of showcase that all to you while you have a big dinner and things and you can buy things from them and stuff so helps kind of support the local community which I really like
0: yeah I love that I, I think having an experience where you're kind of connected to the authenticity of the of the area is is lovely because then you you don't feel like you're just in a sort of a chain hotel that could have been copy and pasted from anywhere in the world and, and just plonked somewhere like when you're actually connecting with the locals and things it gives it a much nicer experience.
1: Yeah exactly like it was just authentic Italy that you you don't always get when you go on these um, meetings and events and and things we spend a lot of time traveling but not seeing a lot of the actual culture and things
0: and what was the bad experience
1: so the bad experience was um we held uh, like a series of meetings across america europe south america last year and one of them was in buenos aires and it was at the libertador formerly the sheraton and we got there and in the plenary there were water buckets hanging from the ceiling where it's catching the drips coming through the ceiling it was half a bathroom unfinished in one of the team's rooms it was just absolutely horrendous <laughs> the most horrendous experience but this was like a hotel that my director went to as one of her first ever site inspections which would have been like 20 25 years ago now and it looked exactly the same as when she went like they've not done a single thing to it since and uh it was just awful it was awful it was one of those times that you think everyone needs to be warned about this.
0: I can just picture the conversation with you and your director and then being like, oh, yeah, it's a lovely hotel. I stayed there about 20 years ago. And honestly, it's one of the best hotels I've ever stayed. And you're like, OK, yeah, I'll take that recommendation. You get there and it's literally hasn't changed.
1: Yeah, no, not at all. And the th- worst thing is it's like the, this was a preferred hotel and our clients preferred list for South America, this area. You have to go off that. So they wouldn't let us do a site inspection, which I despise because site inspections are so important but um yeah they wouldn't let us do it and then they that's the result they got it was not the best experience
0: The final story that I'd like you to share and memorable experience is one of food.
1: I am an absolute foodie. <laughs> I actually have a, a gallery on my phone. That's just food photos. So everywhere I go, so I can remember where it was. And if I go back to that same place, I can go back again. So I've got hundreds like Copenhagen, for example, they have these things called bubble waffles. They're just the most amazing thing, but there's only a few shops around there that do them. So you've got to go find the best place. Um, In, Spain we always have this one tapas place that we go to but now it's like a thing amongst the team so every time someone gets an event in Spain everyone straight away before you do anything reserves a table at this uh, little tapas restaurant to make sure you get it for the uh, time that you're there and it is incredible it's like this hole in the wall it's tiny and it's just got like loads of really friendly waiters the best tapas you'll ever eat and the best sangria
0: and whereabouts in Spain is that
1: it's in the gothic quarter of Barcelona Um, but yeah it's good so if you ever need a recommendation that's the the place to go and then we also have this little thing that we do as a team for the Crown Plaza Copenhagen and this is something that everyone that plans an event at the Crown Plaza it's by the airport it's like a really nice hotel but they do these amazing blueberry muffins like incredible so everyone that has a coffee break DDR you have to make sure you have the blueberry muffins because they're insane to the point that we actually go via there on our way back to the airport sometimes and take a box of them back on the plane to the office They're so good.
0: I love how your whole team has this like sort of food strategy. It's like a SWAT team. It's like, right, you're going into Spain, get the tapas, get out, get them blueberry muffins, get a box, get on the plane. The next part of RSVP is the V, which stands for Visions, and is an opportunity for you to envision your dream event.
1: Okay, so you know how much I love country music. That's like my big thing. So, because this is my dream event and like totally selfish, of course, the whole thing's got to be around the country music. aspect and how much I love that
0: I did think this might be the case <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah well I mean I'm pretty easy to read it's pretty obvious that that's uh that's what's gonna come out um but basically I went to Austin have you ever been to Austin
0: no but um I was literally having conversation just yesterday about sorting out something in Austin
1: yeah it is unreal it's like my one of my favorite places alongside Nashville and they have this street there it's called Rainy Street and it's Like houses, it's just a street of houses, but all these houses are decked out and they're bars, bars and like little restaurants. And then there's this bit that's got all these street food trucks and things in it. So my event would be that we just hired that whole thing. And then every house, I think there's probably about 15 houses on the street, maybe more that each house has like a little theme, different um, things going on in each one. And then at the end of the road, there's a huge sort of festival stage. So it's a bit of a country, but with some other elements, festival, on this amazing street, all in one place, different themes. So you could have like a line dancing house and then you could have like one with all the rodeo balls and all that. But then you could go completely different and have like... I don't know, outdoor yard game theme one and then maybe a uh, circus with circus acts and then have all the famous people that correlate to the different houses. So I'd obviously have Dolly Parton like headlining on the big stage at the end. Of
0: course, of course.
1: <laughs> obviously, but then we could have like Stormzy in one house and you know, Justin Bieber in another if that's <laughs> that what people wanted. So just completely random and then just throw in a few of my favourite things. So like Dogs, so maybe we do like a dog fundraiser at the same time. And then uh, uh, loads of margaritas, street food trucks, lots of pancakes is they're my favourite. So, yeah, it's not very complex.
0: <laughs> pancakes, dogs and country music. Um, I mean, anybody that knows you would have would have ticked those three things off over your dream event. But what, what I particularly like is that massive headliners like Stormzy and Justin Bieber are being put in a little house. You know, that's great.
1: <laughs> Why not? Why not? It's just the most ridiculous thing. It's the most basic. Like, I'm not going to outer space. I'm not going under the sea. I just want, you know, a really good country music, something or other.
0: The final part of RSVP is an opportunity for you to react to some of the anonymous confessions that we get sent in. Do you know, I'm not even going to build this one up. I'm not even going to say anything more about it. I'm just going to read it to you because... It's interesting, and there are, there's certainly some points for discussion, shall we say.
1: Oh, okay. Well, I'm intrigued, so let's go.
0: Dear Callum, what I'm about to tell you doesn't directly involve me, but the story itself is too good not to be shared. At the event agency that I used to work at, there was an intern who joined the company. Soon after joining, she began seeing another member of the team. This relationship was widely recognised by everyone, including management, and was never considered to be a problem. However, One day, during work hours, the girl was obviously feeling quite frisky and decided to send her man a naughty video that she had on her phone. She clicked send and by the time it was too late, she realised she had sent it to someone else in the company with the same name. The MD.
1: Oh my God.
0: <laughs> Can we also just reiterate the fact this is a video, not a picture as well? So I will let your imagination run wild there, but she sent a video of this theme to the MD who has the same name.
1: Oh my God. On an email?
0: I mean, I, if she's sending it on work emails, that's really brave, but I imagine it must have been WhatsApp. Oh my God. Realizing her mistake, she quickly ran out of the office in embarrassment. The MD aware of the relationship and obviously piecing the puzzle together, then approached the intended recipient and told him what had happened. I'm not sure of what happened after that, but as small offices are, it wasn't long before word had spread.
1: I'm actually gobsmacked. (laughs) I can't believe it. I can't believe it. As if if they would say... I can't, I don't even know what to say. I can't believe it.
0: Uh, There's so many things. Like, firstly remember she's the intern like the most junior person she's probably quite new to the company and this has gone to the md
1: that's i I just i don't even know i can't even imagine what that md must have thought when he clicked on that and opened that video
0: and also i'm really curious as like if it was an open plan office you know did it play out loud
1: oh god
0: um i mean there are so many things i want to know about this like you know did he watch the whole thing? Did he watch it at all? Did he just see them video and think, saw the preview and was like, nope, nope, I'm going to stop watching.
1: I really hope that is what happened, but I've got a feeling that is not what happened. <laughs> i'm pretty sure he probably opened it and then was like what on earth is this and kept watching and kept watching and then was like oh my god
0: (laughs) realized you know by that point he blew ticked her and was like oh she knows that i've seen this um i should probably address this actually
1: yeah does she still work there did she go back that's what i want to know did she ever go back into the office
0: (laughs) that's the question i mean like, I, if I was in that situation, I don't know what I would do. Like, would, what would you do? Would you, would you go back to office? Would you just hand in your resignation? That's it. Yeah,
1: I don't know what I'd do. I think I would probably just run for the hills. <laughs> I'll see you later. I'll get another internship. Don't need references. Thanks. That's great.
0: What I also like is that interesting conversation that the MD must have had with the intended recipient. Right. How do you have that conversation where you say, <clears throat> uh, excuse me, Callum, um... Your girlfriend has just sent me a video of her doing some things that I think were intended for you. What? What? How How? how do you have that conversation? How do you react to that conversation?
1: I don't know. But also if it's like at WhatsApp, surely the guy you're seeing is at the top of your list. So how has she even sent it to the wrong person in the first place? Because surely she's then searching. So that's why I think it could be an email.
0: I mean, if it's an email, she kind of deserves it a little bit.
1: <laughs> yeah, who does that?
0: <laughs> emails are always dangerous. Like, I I panic about sending emails sometimes, and that's just about typos and things, let alone... And, and also, to send it on email, you would have had to maybe upload it onto your computer. I don't know, it's just too dangerous.
1: Yeah, that's true. But I don't I didn't know how you could get over that one.
0: <laughs> I feel so bad for her. I feel so bad for him, and and the fact that the whole office clearly knows as well
1: yeah the whole office knows it'll be a running joke for like the next i don't know year wouldn't it whether she's there or not and if that guy's still there that she was supposed to send it to
0: can you imagine like the md in the morning meeting he's just like right um and also callum could you always send over that file uh, when you get a chance uh, at the end of this and then they'll be like wait send over a file well we know what's going to be in that like <laughs> you'll never leave it down
1: no never never
0: A massive thank you to our waffle-loving country music fangirl, that is Danny Gunn, for another great episode of RSVP. But don't go anywhere just yet because Sam McNeil, the UK General Manager for Song Division, is about to play his What Have We Learned wrap-up song for this episode. These songs alone are worth rating and subscribing for. Although, of course, you should be doing that anyway because this is the best podcast ever. But I can only claim that title with your confessions. Honestly, the content is as good as your confessions and they are getting better and better and better every week. It's just brilliant. So all you have to do is anonymously email cit.rsvp at haymarket.com. That's cit.rsvp at haymarket.com. It is that simple. But until next week... Play it, Sam.
2: Howdy Callum, let's do this. Ooh, Danny water gun. With energy and passion, she gets it done. She believes in quality hotel food. Cause a bowl of veggies for dinner, though no, that ain't no good. Montenegro for an amazing time. Yeah, she hits that sublime cause it's death to fly. and whoa, Cause they got the mountains. Yeah, they got the sea. James or not it's alright with me. Bogo Ignacio. find it for you Where the locals provide authenticity You get to mix and mingle with the community Head to the Liberty tour if you want half a bath Or All leaky ceilings, they make you laugh a team tapas meal, head to Barcelona, Spain. But you'll find the best bubble waffles in Copenhagen. An event in Austin that's Danny's dream. Yeah, a big old country party on rainy street. She'd have Stormzy, Bieber, Dolly Parton. And Margaritas, pancakes and street food galore If you're dating a colleague and you're feeling frisky Don't send a naughty video, you know that shit's risky Cause your MD might see it and that ain't no fun So stay cool people Just like Danny Gunn You'll come back now, you hear?